We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Left will be along soon. We're brought to you by Anora Whiskey at norawhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, anorawhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so responsibly. I see that, man, chat is already litty. I'm going to talk about some things today. Make sure that you go to the YouTube page. The poll question of the day is up. How many wins will Notre Dame end up with? at the end of the season 10 9 8 7 go there right now we'll get to some of the results later in the show it's right there on the youtube page all right subscribe a thumbs up smash it for us notification bell the lucky lefty podcast man and then we're on cfb nation presented by Twisted T. Hey. Hey. Yo, sorry for the mess behind me, man. I just looked this single view, as you guys can see, over my left shoulder here. Uh, yeah. I went out this morning and uh, got me some Captain Crunch. Crunch berries, man. I might have that for lunch. Some Captain Crunch Crunch berries. Also had a great phone call from my wife, who is a nurse, and she texted me, and I, oh, man, I wish left was on because this is fantastic. My wife says, uh, "Let me let me pull it up. This is hilarious, man. I'm, I'm preparing for the show. I look at my phone, and uh, yeah, it is a great cereal. It'll tear your it'll tear the roof of your mouth up." But it's, it's great tasting. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, she said, you know, I'm working with uh, a nurse today whose son went to Notre Dame and plays for the Steelers. And then she says, his name is Miles Boykin. I'm like, word? She said, yeah. She loves Notre Dame. And when I told her that you do a show with Malik, she was like, are they doing the show right now? Can I call in? <laughs> and of course, this was like a couple hours ago. So that just shows you, man, the Notre Dame family and world is small, but yet and still fervent and uh, just full of love, man. Just full of love. So if she wants them to come on the show one day, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Bless you, Deborah Thomas, for the work you put in. Absolutely. One of the most underrated um, jobs you could ever do that we have, which is servicing others. And we have uh, Veterans Day coming up. And if I can interest you in uh, a book, I would tell you to go and purchase Invisible Generals. Invisible Generals. It's a great story about two men um, in the armed forces who really their accomplishments and what they brought not only to the military, but to our world. Um, shouldn't be and can't be overlooked you know and in advance to all of our veterans out there and to our current servicemen and women um, we greatly appreciate you everything you've done and everything you continue to do from the lucky lefty podcast so yo check this out uh cfp committee and board meeting today um, the expansion takes place next year. We talked about that, how it might impact Notre Dame. 12 teams. The original format was six and six, with six coming from the power, the uh, power five schools with their conference champions, and then six at large. Well, the Pac-12 no longer exists. So now it is going to be five and seven and it goes to some very interesting things that jack swarbrick said on wake up the f echoes on yesterday 
that I really, you know, I just want to have a conversation with you guys. Is that all right? You know, your comments, I'm about to go and put your comments up and really have a conversation with you guys. As Jack Swarbrick said, he feels more confident in something today than he did when he hired Marcus Freeman. We'll get to that. But as far as the connection to the playoff and expansion, the Southern teams, in connection with the playoffs, allow Northern teams, or they will be allowing Northern teams, to change locations for their playoff game. So that means Notre Dame would not have to play their game in Notre Dame Stadium. They could relocate to Lucas Oil. They could relocate to another Dome Stadium in California with a significant fan base and alumni base out there. They have that option via the agreement with the college fall, the uh, committee. I thought that was very interesting, but I thought it was very interesting that Jack Swarbrick was like, yeah, we're not, we're playing the game in South Bend. So my question to the fan base is, depending upon the weather in that situation, would you prefer for Notre Dame to move the game? Or would you always like Notre Dame to play the playoff at Notre Dame Stadium? And see, I have a reference point. I have a reference point. You go up, we grow up in Chicago. And you hear all this stuff about, you know, as a kid, like fair weather, fair weather, fair weather, elements. And then the San Francisco Niners walked in with Jerry Rice and Joe Montana on a, a day with negative two degree windshield. And put up 40 points. Against that Bears defense in bare weather. And I said to myself, hey, man, and it's still a problem today at Soldier Field, which is the worst playing surface in all of professional football, by the way. The elements are not the biggest advantage, the biggest advantage that you should have should always be your team, your preparation, your coaches. So I'm not one that's stuck with the game having to be at Notre Dame Stadium. I'm not. If I have a five-star quarterback, and this is, this is the funny thing, because all of us, right now are frustrated with the offense frustrated with the play calling frustrated with the offensive coordinator but if i have a five-star quarterback if cj carr turns out to be a dude and we make it to the playoffs and have a home game 
and the weather is going to be 30 mile power winds Ten degrees below wind shear. Why am I sticking to holding the game at Notre Dame Stadium when I have the option of Lucas Oil in the same state? I don't want to limit CJ Carr. I don't want the product on that day to be absolutely horrible. Bears fans, look, do you remember the Fog Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles? You remember that? where you literally couldn't even watch the game on TV, you couldn't see the ball, Bears fans know what I'm talking about. See, I'm, dude, I'm not stuck with staying in Notre Dame Stadium, right? Because we, we're sitting here asking for the Notre Dame offense to step into the future, evolve, pass more, right? Go get some receivers. Okay. So two, two, three years from now, you have that dude at quarterback, but you have conditions in South Bend, Indiana that are horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Do you still want to play that game at Notre Dame Stadium? See, because I'm tradition, uh, all that. No, give my players the best chance to win. I don't want my quarterback throwing into a 30-mile-per-hour win. I don't. I don't. And I understand. As long like if it's 30 degrees, 40 degrees, and just a little nippy, play the game at Notre Dame Stadium. Lucas Oil would be available on a Saturday. I'm pretty sure that most of these, none of these games are going to be played on Sunday. None of these games are going to be played on Sunday. And once again, has nothing to do with both teams having to play in it. I don't want a terrible product. It's a boring game. 30 mile power wins, cold as what? We're going to run the ball. We're going to see the ball ran 40 times when we got three, four really good receivers and a dude at quarterback. That's not benefiting us. Now, I'm basing this. This is based upon what Notre Dame fans have been asking for offensively. Now, if we're going to do what Notre Dame has done pretty much since Lou Holtz was the coach, which is just line up run the ball, put all the pressure on the offensive line, then fine, play the game at Notre Dame Stadium. But based upon the shows we've done this week, Notre Dame fans don't want that. Notre Dame fans are tired of that. They're tired of that. So you get a Trevor Lawrence. You get a Deshaun Watson. You get a Joe Burrow. Perfect example. Let's say you're like 2019 LSU offensively, finally at Notre Dame. You want to put that group of wide receivers with two first-round wide receivers, two top five NFL wide receivers, 
and a franchise first round pick, number one overall pick quarterback, you want to put them in those conditions and say go win the game when the conditions are literally taking the hands out of your best players? You're not throwing the ball 40 times with 20 to 30 mile power winds, windshield of 10 below. I just found it interesting that he was really hardcore, not understanding what a December day. Man, I talked to players that came for that wonderful, much heralded Notre Dame banquet that was the epicenter of recruiting for Notre Dame especially under Lou Holtz. And some of the stories about the weather during those trips, those recruiting trips, it's like, dude, December can be rough sometimes here in the Midwest. So me personally, I would have a little bit more flexibility based upon my team. Not based upon ticket sales, Notre Dame Stadium, tradition, all that. My team. What is going to help my team perform better? That's it. And if there's ever a situation where moving the game indoors would help my team perform better, I'm taking it. Like there is, dude, this is 2023. And I'm glad uh, I'm glad to bring it up. That's why I use the reference point of the Bears, bro. <laughs> and that 49ers team that walked in here and put up 40 points and smacked them around. Hey, dude. It goes back to what we said yesterday, right? Or what we asked. If you had to choose which you would want to change more, the players or the system, offensive system in Notre Dame, what would you choose? And immediately, most people in the chat were like, okay, yeah, give me more talented players. As much as I complain about the offense coordinator, the play calling, Jared Parker and other things, yeah. Give me the elite players. Give me them first. Right? Then you get the elite players. And you don't want to listen to them. Think about this in the, the micro, right? Not the micro, the macro. <laughs> this, honestly, this is one of Notre Dame's biggest problems, in my opinion. You have a long history of the administration basically ignoring the needs 
of the coaches and players. Let's say your players say, look, it's weathered like, man, we would really prefer to play in a dome for this game. Are you going to look your players in the face and say, no, the game stays here, stays here because of tradition. This is Notre Dame Stadium. Who cares that the weather is terrible? Your head coach comes to you. Hey, guys, um, it might be better for us if we play in Lucas Oil. No, the game stays here. It's tradition. It's Notre Dame Stadium. And I know that I'm creating something that might take place. I can't even put a percentage on it, but the percentage would be really small. I would say a five to seven percent chance of a conversation taking place about relocating the championship i mean the playoff game very small but if it happens why in the world is everybody so darn staunch about no play the game in notre dame stadium why Especially now, this is this is the kicker. This is the kicker. The Notre Dame fan base does nothing but complain about the fact that Notre Dame Stadium is no longer at home field advantage because they people sell their tickets. That's been the biggest complaint going back to the 90s when Nebraska invaded, going back to 2019 when Georgia invaded. Right? That's been the biggest complaint. When we have these big games, Notre Dame fans sell their tickets to the opponent's fan base, and the home field advantage is not the same. Well, if the home field advantage is not the same, then what's the big deal of going to Lucas Oil for a game? What's the big deal? Right? The hype music before kickoffs, they can play that in Lucas Oil. The light show with the music at the start of the fourth quarter, they can do that in Lucas Oil. You want to scream and get loud? They can do that in Lucas Oil. But if you got a great quarterback, and your offense is about the quarterback and wide receivers all of a sudden? You can't throw the ball 30 to 40 times in inclement weather. You can't. So what, what are you holding on to as a fan base when I've seen a lot of you on this show, in the chat, 
and other shows and social media openly admitting that the home field advantage at Notre Dame Stadium is not the same. And you've been saying it for years. Okay, it's an advantage against Pitt. Who cares? You can bring Pitt and Notre Dame to West Pullman Park on the south side of Chicago. That's not about the It doesn't matter where they play. Pitt's awful. Notre Dame's a better team. Notre Dame's a better team. So as much as I love the passion of Jack Swarbrick, um, I really did. I love the passion and the way he spoke about it, the opportunity to have a playoff game on campus and, and to play it in front of fans and students. Uh, It's, you know, I just find it interesting. So let's get to some of your comments. Let's get to some of your comments. Yo, this is crazy. Uh, let's go to Roger Black. Uh, home field is not just about the fans, it's about pride. Yeah, you have to like, I I don't get the fullness of what you're trying to say. It's not about the fans, it's about pride. But aren't the fans part of the pride of the school? Like, I'm confused. Like, whose pride? The pride of the team? So the team's pride is based upon home field? I'm, Roger, I'm, I'm confused. Because I know you have a, a point, but I need you to kind of go into it a little bit more. Marvin Bell. Thank you, Marvin, for tapping in. Home field advantage is not the same for Notre Dame. People always sell their tickets to the ops. Marvin, I look, that's something I don't understand, you know. And let's be fair. At a playoff game, maybe the alumni will be more willing to travel, especially for the first one in the expansion era. Maybe those fans that sell their tickets will be more willing to go ahead during the holiday season and travel to South Bend for the experience, especially for the first couple of times. But in all honesty, eventually, they, they see dollar signs in the regular season. Can you imagine how much money they're going to get for those tickets from opposing fans? For a playoff game in South Bend? So, uh, that's a possibility. Tomawa, 
You know what? I never thought about this, Dome of Uh Lucas Oil, might, years down the line, might not even be the only option. Like he said, when the Bears finish their new indoor stadium in Arlington, they can play it there. It's supposed to be state-of-the-art. Uh, they're using the same cons uh, consulting firm that built SoFi. And um, according to most reports, they'll be looking to host Final Fours and other big-time events when it's finally completed. You know? Um, <laughs> Eric Ward, thank you for tapping in. We don't play good in bad weather. That would never be an advantage for us. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I've watched Notre Dame over the years, and Notre Dame has had some games where it's been cold, and they literally have just run through, basically just overpowered teams control the line of scrimmage and the running game was just dom dominant. So um and D-Rock Iris says stay firm with the playoff game at the bend. Sean Paula says play it in D. Yeah. Notre Dame played very well. Um in the snow, I don't think it was as cold. And the wind, I mean, it, it got pretty bad towards the end. But Notre Dame was pretty dominant defensively and offensively versus Boston College. But once again, that's not a playoff team. That's Boston College. That's another thing. You know, for me to compare playing a playoff team, which is a pretty good team, I would assume, coming in the South Bend and what they did to Boston College. I don't know if that's comparable. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Uh, there hasn't been invasions in the MF era into every big game. Well, the MF era is only a year and a half. And I was at the Ohio State game. So I, I don't think the Ohio State game because Ohio State is in the Midwest. And I think Notre Ohio State fans have probably been to Notre Dame Stadium. You get Nebraska and Georgia from different conferences, especially any team from the South. 
you know, that has a great traveling fan base, that's going to be more of a challenge because, you know, it's a bigger event for them. So for them, it's like, yo, we're not going to be have this opportunity to get to Notre Dame Stadium again. So. But now <laughs> what I'm seeing on message boards, social media, the way people are feeling about Marcus Freeman right now, you can't promise that that trend is going to continue. And it might not have been an invasion, but it was it was a pretty significant amount of Ohio State fans in the stadium this year. Maybe not as many as it was when Georgia was it, but it was significant. It was significant. I want to put some other things on the board as we get ready to close this up. Some else we told you about the 5-7 instead of the 6-6 with the dissolution of the Pac-12 is coming into play. Uh, we talked about the ability of North teams, depending upon the weather, being able to move. Because you have to understand, this is not just about, um, I think the NFL had to deal with this in some way, form, or fashion. It was a different circumstance because this was around the Damar Hamlin situation. And I guess if it Cincinnati and Buffalo, no, if Cincinnati, I forget, I forget, somehow, some way, the AFC championship game might have ended up in a neutral site. So let's say it's a blizzard in the Midwest. Now you have to, it's because it's bigger than, now we're talking about, yo, Notre Dame fans. Are they really going to be able to fly in? Are flights getting canceled? Are they going to be able to make it to the game? Are they going to be able to drive up to the game? Like, this is not just, Oh, we're just having the game at Notre Dame Stadium. No. When weather becomes serious in the Midwest, and most of you know this, being residents of the Midwest, like when they shut down schools in Chicago, do you understand what it takes to shut down schools in Chicago? This is not the South, right? Well, the first sight of precipitation, everything shuts down everything and you have to get darn near 10 to 12 feet of snow in chicago to shut schools down it has to be ridiculous which is why i said the conversation would happen yo it's a five to seven percent chance this will even come to pass or have to be considered but in the case that it is considered don't force things just because of tradition. Do what's right, especially for the young men and your coaches. Do the smart thing. Do the smart thing, right? So, like I said, if it's a blizzard and it's impacting Indiana, heck, it might even impact Indianapolis. So now, yo, Lucas Oil might be out of the question. 
But how do we? Now, do, what do we do? How do we figure it out? You know, I just think it's a very, very uh, interesting situation to think about how it should be handled and all the logistics that will go into it. Because in my opinion, it's not just as simple as tradition, home field advantage. It's just not. It's not. There may come a time where the, the weather in the Midwest may force Notre Dame to do something that they may otherwise not want to do. Gino, my man, thank you for tapping in. When we play LSU for Reebok Pump Bowl presented by D. Brown, that's funny. <laughs> what are y'all's expectations? LSU's defense is not good, very vulnerable. Their defensive line doesn't rush the passer, their defensive line doesn't stop the run, and their defensive backs are absolutely, they literally might be one of the defenses that Notre Dame's offense could actually get well against. Now, Thomas Harper, Clarence Lewis, if they play LSU, they better put on their big boy pants for that one. Because Cam Hart against Thomas, Benjamin Norris against Neighbors, and I'm, I'm expecting them to probably put safety help over the top of Neighbors. I'm not forcing Benjamin Morrison to play him man-to-man -man all game. Neighbors is going to get a little bit of a uh, heck. He got Marvin Harrison treatment, double-team treatment from Alabama on Saturday. He would get the same type of treatment from me. I had Cam Hart. I feel like he can line up with Thomas and pretty much defend him. You know, um, Logan Diggs. Their run game is is okay. It's not dominant. And you know, what what scares the scares me to death in a matchup with LSU is Jaden Daniels against our linebackers. Right. Uh, can Notre Dame come up with another uh, Cam come up with another performance like the USC game? It, that is what would be required of them if they face LSU. Because LSU has um, a quarterback that is, you know, he's below Caleb Williams in my opinion, but He's very formidable, very formidable. And their wide receivers are better than USC's wide receivers. So, and that's not even close. That's not even close. Their wide receivers are better than USC's wide receivers. So it would be an interesting matchup. A matchup where surprisingly, if I were a betting man, LSU would probably be favored right now because of the quarterback. 
and I would probably take the over because I believe both teams would put up points. Why wouldn't Benjamin Morrison play in a bowl game? He's not eligible for the, for the draft. I don't understand why Benjamin Morrison wouldn't play in the bowl game. He's not eligible for the draft. All right, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Once again, go to YouTube. Poll question of the day is up. How many wins does Notre Dame end up with in 2023? How many wins does Notre Dame end up with in 2023. Even if Daniels doesn't play, Nussmeyer is a dude from the pocket. So that would help out the linebackers of Notre Dame. If Neighbors doesn't play, but you ask me about a matchup, I'm not getting into all of those. This dude ain't going to play. That dude ain't going to play. This is the matchup of the rosters. This is how they stack up. All those hypotheticals, um, I'm not getting into that. All right, when we come back, yo, we'll get into the poll question. Like I said, how many games is Notre Dame going to end up winning, winning at the end of the season? We'll get into that, and then we're going to talk about another question I have concerning the offensive line. Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.